this is Blake. I'm alongside Pastor Ryan. We're continuing our walk through the Second London Baptist Confession of Faith. Today we are in chapters 27. We'll also do chapter 28. So firstly, chapter 27. There's two paragraphs. This chapter is of the communion of saints. Pastor Ryan, would you like to kick us off, brother? Um, tell us what is the communion of saints as described in this here chapter? Yeah, I think this is a sweet two-paragraph chapter in our confession. And I think one of the beauties of it, it's so sweet, is that it points to how the, the body of Christ um, has communion with one another, that, we're, that we are all saints together, but particularly local churches are united to Christ, but that we have fellowship yeah. and communion in one another's gifts and graces. And that there's a sense in which we belong to one another mm-hmm. and that we uh, care for one another. The second paragraph actually talks to the responsibilities of local church members. Um, because, you know, in, in one sense, we, we, we can't care for the needs of every Christian everywhere in the world. We're first called to, 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 to help those within our own local church as a priority. And you see this beautiful paragraph, uh, which is lengthy and has a lot of phrases, but it talks to the reality of believers meeting one another's needs. And so the communion of saints is this idea that we uh, belong not only to Christ, but we belong to one another and have the ability to meet one another's needs and benefit from one another's resources and gifts. Right. Even a duty to one another. Yeah. Yeah. There's one of the references early on in this chapter is just first John one, three. And in that verse, John says that we have fellowship with one another, but the fellowship is also with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. So we are all um, communing with Father and Son, and yet, in some mysterious way, also with one another. Um, a really, really beautiful um, picture and idea, yeah. I think. Well, chapter 28 of baptism and the Lord's Supper. Again, two paragraphs. Um, this, of course, is going to be distinct. <clears throat> from um, Westminster, at least. So tell us about baptism. Yeah, so chapter 28 is the chapter for this upcoming week for our church as we record it. And one of the interesting things is chapter 28 gives you a summary, and then the next two chapters are actually about both of the sacraments or ordinances. So in 28, you get basically a broad discussion of ordinances or sacraments. Now, the confession uses the word ordinances, but many of the writers of our confession also in their other writings would use the word sacrament. So okay. we don't need to be afraid of that word. But basically, what we have here is a Reformation and Puritan era document that reminds us that we have two ordinances or two sacraments ordained by Christ that are visible words uh, of his grace. They are the visible signs of uh, the covenant of grace. And so you get a summary. It says, Baptism and the Lord's Supper, ordinances of the positive and sovereign institution. Positive means something that is instituted and put forward. There's the moral law, and then there's the positive law. Mm -hmm. So these are put forward in the new covenant. Baptism and the Lord's Supper were not for the old covenant. They're for the new covenant. So they're put forward in positive and sovereign institution, appointed by the Lord Jesus, the only lawgiver, to be continued in his church to the end of the world. So you're given a summary that the next two chapters will then dive into in further detail. Got it. Perfect. Any other thoughts on these two? 
No, I think that uh, sometimes we may wonder why we have such a lengthy confessional yes. document. And yet it's worth remembering that there's a lot that the scripture teaches us. Yeah, there is. So it's good to consider what we confess. Well, there is substantial information in the confession. But if someone were, I don't know, looking for a resource on baptism, <laughs> Lord's Supper, I don't normally ask you this, but any further resources that we could go to? Perhaps something you yourself? <laughs> I didn't know you were going to go there. Yeah, so our church did go through a series years ago uh, on the means of grace. We spent a lot of time on baptism and the Lord's Supper. And out of that series, there was a book that I put together uh, entitled Green Pastures, uh, Primer on the Ordinary Means of All Grace. Right. There we go. Well, tune in next week. Maybe we'll dive into uh, some of what you talk about in the book as we get into those chapters. All right, everyone, I hope this has been helpful, and Lord willing, we'll see you guys again next week.